Tonight, the mob is trying to move in on us, and we're not going to let it happen. No, this is our dojo. Yeah, we run this, okay? We're kung fu kicking our way out of this. No problems, because we're being trained by the master Bruce Lee himself. The ghost, that is, of Bruce Lee. Because we're talking about no retreat, no surrender. So let's just start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. Uh, This week we got a good show for you. We are going to be talking about No Retreat, No Surrender. But before we do, leave us a review on iTunes and we will give you a shout out at the end of the show. Also, subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our iTunes channel, Apple Podcast channel now. I don't know what the hell it's called, but subscribe there too. Go to our YouTube channel, subscribe there. Watch all our videos. Oh um, do all that jazz. Just subscribe. Got a lot of fucking homework. How, many, how many subscriptions that I have to? How much is that going to cost? That's me? It's all, right. all free. Oh my god! <laughs> it's all free. <laughs> we are uh, jazzed <laughs> up tonight because we are talking about no retreat, no surrender. Is directed by uh, Corey Yun. Sure. That's what I'm gonna say. Came out in 1986. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Came out in 1986. Uh, made 4.7 million dollars in the box office. Was filmed here in the U.S. And if you don't know what it's about, is Jason Stilwell, a Bruce Lee fan, is beaten uh, numerous times and trains from the ghost of Lee. Jason then must use his newly acquired skills to save Seattle from a crime syndicate whose top martial artist is the deadly Ivan. Ivan. The Ivan. And that is a really good synopsis <coughs> of this film. I think it's perfect. It but, accurately, uh, I'll stop talking. Yeah, because you know what? You can talk here in just a second because I, as, as always, hmm. I'm joined by... Kyle Smith. That's me. Hi. Chris Willenbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. I am also here. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so, uh, hey, what's going on? So, <laughs> so no, no Retreat, No Surrender was my pick. Cody. Yes. Why did you pick No Retreat, No Surrender? Uh, so the reason I picked No Retreat, No Surrender was last week me and uh, uh, Mike here got on the discussion of Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. We were talking about Bloodsport and, and other movies because uh, we were thinking about going with arena-themed arena, arena themed films, and I picked Sudden Death. And he's like, why would you pick Sudden Death over Bloodsport? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It takes place in an arena, like a hockey <laughs> arena. So, but then I ended up with this because I have actually seen this movie uh, be posted a lot uh, on a lot of like cult film threads that I follow and stuff like that. And I've never seen it. So I was like, you know what? I want to give this a try because it looks amazing. Um, and that's how we got it. Nice. That's how, that's how I picked it. Well, I am excited. So this was my first time watching it. I kind of went in just knowing that Van Damme was in it and he was the bad guy. That's pretty much what I knew. Had anyone else seen this film? No, I'd never seen it. And I went into this, this movie completely like... I had no idea. I didn't even know Van Damme was in it. I didn't look up shit. I basically, I asked you what movie we watched this week. You gave me a title, and then I pressed play. <laughs> that was it. And, it, it, you know, it was glorious. What about you, Chris? No, first time for me, I, I get like Kyle, had no idea what this film was. I'd never heard of it. And, uh, yeah, just pulled it up on YouTube and, and started going. 
Mike? Yes, I have seen this film. Mike, you saw... Where did you see this film? It's either one of two things that happened. Um, one, uh, I, I was, like, super into Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. After seeing, like, Bloodsport. And I wanted to see, like, every one of his films. And it could have been that I just wanted to see, like, one of his first films. Or it's because I went to... I, I, I did martial arts for a long time. And our school would, like... Anything that was, like, themed like our school, like... That was our style of martial arts. Yeah, they would uh, like like give out like recommendations. Like you should see this. Like I'd see sidekicks. Like we got like free tickets to go see sidekicks because Sick. we were like a Chuck Norris like approved. <laughs> yeah, like dojo. His picture was on right. The wall and so shit. we got like free tickets to go to the thing. But this movie actually has um it has the fighting style that I was that I trained in in it. The, so the, his father was. What, what, what Mike's basically telling you is he lived this. He's a motherfucking black belt in no retreat and no surrender. Dude, that's a, the sweetest black belt you could have. I feel like. Yeah, it's actually the cover art in a belt form. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, key art, Chris. I'm sorry, <laughs> key art. Yeah, yes. get it right. Get the, you, the industry. What an term, asshole! Sir. I'm sorry, everyone. I mean, come on. <laughs> No, this is uh man, is this an interesting film? So this probably came, this is this is director uh Corey, he he is actually very well known. Um not so much as a director of films. Uh, I mean, he has done films. Um I think this was his first American film. But mm-hmm. he is pretty well known for his like fight choreographs and 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 stuff like that. Where I think he did the fights for X-Men. Um, he did like five Jet Li American films. Okay, um, what do you mean American films? Like films like, he shot in America, like, like, like Cradle to the Grave. Oh, okay, and, gotcha. Know, like, like that, stuff that era, with DMX in it. That era of Jet Li <laughs> films. Stuff with DMX. <laughs> 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 He's actually DMX's personal fight coordinator. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Uh, but no, he he did a lot of uh, of that stuff, and um, yeah, I think that they they definitely wanted an action director, and they got one in this film, and that's about what all they got. <laughs> Whoa! Wait a minute now. So, are you are you saying you didn't like this movie, Cody? No, no, oh, I'm not okay. saying that. Okay. You know what? Let's talk about this movie when we come right back. I'm okay with that. Thanks for the lunch, Scott. This is great. Yeah. 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 No problem. Yeah. Mm. Stick with me, kids. You never go hungry. What's the matter, Scott? It's that slime ball, RJ. Hey, Scott, why do you hate that kid so much? I've got my reasons. Come here. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about No Retreat, No Surrender. It came out in 1986. All right, man. This movie. Let's, yeah. Did anyone else? Okay, so I watched it on YouTube. I imagine everybody else watched it on YouTube. It was mm. the only place to find it, actually, Cody. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, Thank you for your pick. Did anyone think like they got? You know how like sometimes you're like I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna watch this movie on YouTube and you go to watch it and like it's just a still of the fucking movie for yeah bamboozled uh, yeah for like two hours. They do that all the time. I thought that as well. Did anyone yeah. think that happened to them with this film? I thought that at first, and I was like watching. I was like, "Wow, there's a lot of music happening, and it looks like the end of the credits right here." Like, I'm gonna scrub forward maybe a little bit, and then sure, shit, I start seeing stuff happening. I was like, "Oh, I just have to sit through this yeah. still for a while." Yeah, it literally has a still in the beginning of the film that's like a frozen on the name of the of of the karate. God uh, bless studio. YouTube. And it's just like I'm like, oh, dude, did I, I actually bamboozled? Thought, I, I actually, I you know what's funny? My initial reaction was I actually thought that was intentional. 
It was. Like they were trying to really burn the image of the phone number for that dojo into your head. So if you, <laughs> upon finishing this film, you would have it memorized and you would just call and be like, I need to know what you know. I, I mean, wouldn't doubt that. I'd like to see what the longest recorded establishing shot is. <laughs> like on the Guinness Book of World Wait, Records. Wait, that's an actual thing? That's not a YouTube thing? No, I'm pretty sure that's the establishing shot of this film. If, it's, if it is, the if it is, then that has to be the longest establishing shot I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it is so long. I can just see the director just like, it's not established yet. Not yet. What if the audience doesn't know it's a dojo, guys? It's going to be real fucking confusing when we cut to the next scene of people doing martial 30 arts. 30 more <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Uh, you know, I'll have to go yeah. check. I'll have to check out the 4K restoration of this film. <laughs> oh, did someone fucking do a restoration of No Retreat, No Retreat? Sure. They, sure spent, they, did. they, they spent, should. They spent hours <laughs> tediously going through and cleaning up each frame by frame of the Absolutely. fucking original print. Of they that should. guy's uh, cake that he was eating. <laughs> fucking sheet cake. Oh, the sheet cake. we are not there we yet. We are not there yet, but don't worry. So we'll we open there. up on the dojo, and, and we, we are introduced to this uh, uh, karate class, and they are going through a lesson. And uh, then the lesson is over because uh, Jason, our main character, is, is sparring in a way, controlled sparring with, with another person. And then just becomes a real asshole yeah. out of fucking nowhere and beats the shit out of him. Yeah, he really does kick that guy's ass for no reason. It's for a, no reason. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's called a one step, by the way. Yeah. I know this that we did the same shit. Like with these like like okay, you go and then I go kind you, of bullshit. You would just break into Bruce Lee. No, 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 no. If no. that if that really happened, like you'd be like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Like yeah. you would be pissed. Like it's supposed to be a controlled All right, you're, situation. You're, you're practicing defenses. And yeah, shit. you're not supposed to be like taking a guy by surprise and possibly knocking him out or I think he just got bleeding. excited. I think he just had all this Bruce Lee, you know, like influence pent up well, inside of him. The first thing, <laughs> first thing you have to learn about martial just, arts just, is, uh, <laughs> you know, rule one is you got to learn control. Right. Yeah. It's got you got to be controlled. Right. Which, which I feel like this film does yeah. take you on that journey for him. I, th- I think Chris yeah, is saying, think so. Chris is, saying right. is just like puberty. Bruce, yeah. The, the right. urge to finally Bruce Lee hit him like a ton of bricks. You just mm-hmm. get a burst of of uncontrolled energy and you just got to let it go. Right. It was his first ejaculate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much like first puberty. Time, first time in cool film yeah. history the and, word ejaculate has been said on the show. Oh, but, it, no it isn't. Much like, <laughs> much like your first ejaculate. He, he, <laughs> it just keeps happening. He gets in trouble for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he got caught. He got he caught. caught. He got caught. <laughs> His dad caught him. Sure did. Yep. Oh shit. And then uh yells at him for for basically stepping out of line. And he's and like, "Where did you learn that from?" He said, "I saw it in a movie." Yeah. <laughs> Since <Which is, laughs> where most people learn their martial arts yeah. skills from. Since uh, I dude, okay, we're we're with this that's well, that's going to bring up a lot of stuff. Be- yeah. Because Senza, the all the kids packing, so the class is over, and then um, the mob comes in. Yeah, yeah. The, mo- the, mob the mob shows up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, I'm not really sure why. <laughs> they, they, I think it's pretty clear. It's pretty they, cool. they want, want to take over all the dojos yeah. in California, in and Seattle, and, and everywhere in the world. I, you know what? And it, I don't even think it was they want to take. See, I didn't. I got that later in the film, but I actually really just thought they were trying to recruit a bunch of really great fighters. So that they could ensure that they always win the karate championships for some reason. Because everyone knows that the one thing that makes America go round 
is he right. who wins the karate <laughs> championship. This is like the main bad guy in arena. You know, if he loses that champion, it's fucking over. Yeah, like like there's no way for him to make money illegally anymore. But the thing is, well, how was he? Was he just looking for security, like protection? No, he was looking no. for fighters. He for wanted fighters. fighters. I, don't even, I don't even know if he was looking for fighters. I, I don't, think I, don't so. I think they were trying to take over the dojos. Yeah. I really do. That's what I think he was like trying to do. Like, I got, yeah. I, I will 100% agree with you with later on in the film when we meet the second dojo and the second owner. Yes, I think they were trying to take over that dojo. But no, for this establishing one, the way that the... The way that it was discussed and that I took away was just like they're just looking well, for no, a fighter. No, because the, well, the dad said I'm not going to join your organization, so maybe that's why you took it. But I took it as like well, my dojo's not. No, gonna he join said your he made. They made him an offer. Yeah, and he's not taking the offer. What was the offer? Did they ever say? No, no, just like just like many other things. There's, this yeah. there's not I enough think, exposition yeah. for you to stopped, figure out. I think they stopped right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They stopped right I'm not they, going I, to I think take the writer literally offer. was like, you know what? I've seen this in another movie. So you goons can just get out. It was just like so <laughs> yeah. that that dad was so G was so G rated. Like, oh. like he just like He's uh, he's okay, well, all right. first of all Here's my, Wait, are we? How much? How, we, does anybody know what we're talking about right this now? This is the dad. Yeah, yeah the dad. We're, 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 we're setting up the dad character because I do want to talk about the dad character yeah, okay. too. Because. I mean, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm interrupting, but okay. I mean, what was yeah. the lead the lead kid's name? Jason. So Jason's Jason. dad owns the dojo, yes. and he's all about peace and like you don't use it to fight. You use it only to defend yourself, kind of a thing. I mean, that's just the normal. That's actually right, the right, normal right. thing. But he this shoulders. this guy holds hard and fast to this. Like he just literally gets his ass kicked throughout this whole movie. Um, Except at the beginning, because he actually he actually says, "You know what? This doesn't should be used for fighting, but I'll make an exception." Right, and he, and he starts <laughs> to fight, and he ends up getting his ass handed to him by Jean Claude. Yeah, one so, move. But but the weird one thing is, is move. like the dad character. Not only was he just a really uh, funny uh, character because his acting was so good, so good, <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't look that much older. From Jason no, to be, I was like, "This is his dad. This looks like it could be like his fucking buddy." Dude, there's a lot. There, there are a lot of characters movies that I feel like really exceed the age that they're typecasted into. Yeah, like even the bully. I feel like the bully is like is like he's like a solid like nineteen or twenty, but oh, he's supposed yeah. to be playing like a neighborhood bully. Yeah, and, and he's taller than what I assume was his dad in that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, Agreed. so the the mob came into the to this. Yeah, Obviously. a mob of three. Yeah, well, that's all you need when you got Jean Claude Van Damme. That's true. Bro. That's, that's all you, you got need. Ivan. Somebody say that with three too yeah. many right there. Uh, <laughs> so basically, they they're gonna rough up and make an example of Jason's dad, uh, who fights the first guy and uh, basically kind of beats his ass. Dad, the dad beats his ass, and then as the dude goes down. Jean-Claude Van Damme does not give a, you can tell he does not give a shit about his own teammates because he uses his back to launch himself. Right. Kick the dad in the fucking face. Oh my God. A a badass flying kick. Yes. And, and the body went flying as well. Yeah. (laughs) And then just grabs his leg and breaks his leg. Yeah. And then my favorite piece of audio comes up because I had to watch it like four times to figure out what he was saying. Because Jason goes after Jean-Claude Van Damme and he gets his arm and then his dad yells, Yes! (laughs) Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He does. 
And I'm like, I, what is he? I, I didn't know what he was. I didn't know what he's saying. I had to double check as well. I, was I didn't like, know what he was saying. I was like, why is he screaming like that? But yeah, yeah it, that is so. He's accurate. saying Jason. He's yeah. saying yeah. What I did not know. I had to rewind just, it. He's saying it in such a weird, shrill way. Yeah. Jason. <laughs> like. <laughs> it was. I was so. I thought he was still like commanding the karate class. <laughs> <laughs> like I did. I was like his legs broken, but he's still teaching. Like like, he's like, a, like a, well, a war that, cry. That is what you call the mark of a professional. Yeah, right there. And then we get another one of my favorite dad scenes where he's just laid up in the hospital bed and has this inner dialogue about moving to Seattle because uh, of the the mob basically yeah 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 so so the dad the dad gets his leg broke and instead of facing the music he cuts and runs with his family to yeah. to to sunny Seattle to sun- yeah where he uh the, the, the we where we first kind of find out Jason has a mom yeah, yeah he, that's yeah. the first time you see her, and you're like, "Who's that?" Yeah, you, you see Jason's mom at the beginning for sure when they're unpacking the car. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Her and Van Damme have about the same amount of scenes in this movie. They do have about <laughs> the same amount of screen time. Yeah, I love in that scene too when they first pull up. Um, not, not. We'll get to RJ, but also the fact that like he literally just gets out of the car, and the dad's like, "Hey, quit screwing around and start helping <laughs> yeah. me with this." It's like, "Motherfucker, I just got out." Like, <laughs> he barely had the door open. He barely had the door open. His dad's already fucking giving He's him. He's already shit. yelling at him. I'm yeah. like, "God damn, <coughs> stop screwing around, yeah. Jason." You know what? Just knock it off, okay? <laughs> the dad, okay. I- the dad goes through such a weird oh, range of like characters yeah. I, we'll in get, this movie. We'll get into it because it's like my favorite shit. Because it's so <laughs> the relationship, him and, his and Jason's relationship is like the funniest fucking thing to me because it's I don't so know, stressed. I, I don't for know no reason. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might be for funny for that reason, but immediately after Jason gets scolded for for having five minutes of fun after he gets out of a car, <laughs> we are introduced to Jason's. Uh, a buddy immediate best friend immediate best friend which is rj how is rj not anyone's immediate best friend well that he'd be my best friend he's just the nicest guy you've ever met like your life yeah (laughs) even even (laughs) even later in the film when jason's like obviously seems like he's had a complete mental breakdown (laughs) rj's still there with him yep he's still holding fast he uh RJ rolls up on his bike with the classic fucking radio. Did anyone else do this one, when they were a kid? One speaker boombox? Yeah. I did it as a kid. Dribbling a basketball while nope, riding. No, he did not. He while, did riding, not. while riding the bike. He didn't yeah, dribble. No. He just tossed the ball around his waist a few yeah, times, the, dunked it under the a leg. Because the ball rolls up dribbling the no, basketball. No, the ball falls oh, out of the you're right. Fucking, no, it doesn't. No, he's so oh, right. Yeah. He, he does. He's okay. so right. No, he's, he's right, but the ball falls out of the fucking box first. He gets it. He dribbles it. He like, dribbles it while riding up, and he's like, check me out. And then yeah. he tosses the ball around his waist, and <laughs> then he dunks it under his leg. Really, hey, man, check really me like, out. Really, like, real safe-like so he doesn't drop it. Must have been, like, take number six. And then he hands off. He's yeah, out. and then you get to see Jason's. Not only is Jason, like, good at karate. Sick moves. But he's fucking good at basketball, too. He's agile as fuck. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I could quote, if I can quote anyone, I might quote Cody. He goes hard in the paint. He does. He does go, he he does. Does go hard in the paint. Yeah, he, he would definitely be listening to some Waka Flocka. <laughs> <laughs> and we're introduced to Kyle's favorite character uh, with the most random introduction I've ever it's, fucking it's, it seen. Is, it is the best introduction. We're introduced to the bully. What was his name? Hey, somebody oh. help me out here. Oh god, what was it? It wasn't Dean. It, it was uh Is it Dean? He looks like the kid from Pee Wee. Pee Wee's no. Big Adventure. Yeah, I don't know what his name is, but it's the fat kid. 
It's that you didn't put it down. He's is he's eating literally eating. He is literally eating oh, an entire sheet cake. Yeah, <laughs> he's standing there leaning against a car, watching Jason unpack, while eating an entire sheet cake in one hand. He's got a coke in the other, and then a box of uh, ding dongs or ho hos next to him. And like I don't even know he's how to he's making take... love to that sheet cake, I don't dude. Know it how is to, all how... over his. What kind of face. an introduction for a character is this? Like they wanted to show you that he was the fucking was mean slob? bully. Yeah, like he was a fucking you slob. Not like him immediately. His and name it was, worked. His name was Scott. Scott. I gotta say something. I about I don't Scott. actually think I heard his name in the whole movie. Yeah. It's a hot summer's day. This kid is <laughs> down in more dairy and sugar. <laughs> how the fuck is this kid like living <laughs> out there? <laughs> He's used it's to it, so Mike. True. He's used to it, dude. That's a that's a rough decision to he's make. He's like fucking hard leaning against some dude's fucking Cadillac. That's because he could probably barely hold himself up. <laughs> I don't understand. There's like not one scene in this movie where that kid does not have fucking food on his face or on his fucking hands. Like <laughs> his hands were covered in chocolate. He's like, oh great, another Bruce Lee fan. Just what we need for the neighborhood. Yeah. And then yeah. he smears yeah. he, was he smears an entire fistful yeah. of chocolate on his face. Like there's been a huge influx of Bruce Lee fans. <laughs> Really taking over. Yeah, really bringing down the, really bringing down the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck. What does he say about? There's a whole joke about property values. Yeah, like, yeah that's RJ. Oh RJ. God. I'll let my property. dad know. We were worried that the property values were going to go down or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. This is good. Jizz. Some of, some of the dialogue. We, in this we, movie. I want all the, the I want the audience to know all the laughter and jokes that we made. We are we are about eight minutes into this picture. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, this film has real time. Yeah. We're eight started. minutes in. Yeah, no, this that's for real. That is for real. Yeah, you know, and like it, it basically uh, goes from uh, them, them, RJ and uh, Jason, Jason hanging out. They 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 pick up the was the wood. What's the wood thing? Called? The wood man. Oh, it's a dummy. Wood, yeah, the, the wood man. The dummy. Yeah. They pick up the wood man and they bring it into the garage. They set it up and then. Uh, you know, a montage ensues, I think, right? Of him no. setting everything up? No, no, no. no. It's, it's Then the sweetest fucking rap happens. Well, and RJ <laughs> shows off his breakdancing skills, skills and yeah. busts out into like a freestyle. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> like any kid would. Yeah. yeah. Just like, it's the best, it's the worst rap. It's so goddamn bad. It's it, so Here's good. the thing. It's, it's like so what 80s. I would do. It's what? so 80s. Did they not understand rap music at this time? Because well, here's the, the early thing. 80s. Yeah, this is this, like, that, that is rap at the early 80s. Yeah, no, this no, was no like, it's not. No, it's not. The beat is way off. Oh yeah, he's off the actual the beat. vocals. Oh, okay, like way off. I was gonna like, say the actual lyrically speaking, pretty accurate for the eighties. But okay, I yeah, see what yeah. You're like, why didn't did they just not figure out? They're like, whatever, just put whatever music to the end of it. They just it's just talk talk music. It's like almost <laughs> that's what they call talk music. <laughs> it's like fast NPR. It's you know, that's <laughs> all it is. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it makes it. We can put some violins to this. Like I don't understand why it's just so bad. Yeah, it's way off. And yeah. then the breakdance comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. and then they, but that kind of plays in. That I does, think, throughout that the does film. pay off later. The breakdance yeah. pays later. So I was happy about that. Okay, and then it kind of. Uh, the movie just kind they of agree, they becomes kind of, a blur, right? Because, yeah, it really <laughs> yeah. does. Then what happens? I can tell you. Because well, no, nothing they, fucking happens. Yeah, they decide. No, it, it's true. They decide they're going to go to uh, Bruce Lee's grave the next right. day. Not even the next day. They get beat up at like a fucking burger mart and then No, no, no. no, no. That's 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 after they do That's they after go. the grave. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Go, so I they decide see. they're gonna go the next day. RJ's on his way. Then that's when the bully has the scene with the dad who he's supposed to be cleaning the windows. Oh, yeah, and I assume that was his dad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The bully's dad. And, uh, the, and the, bull, the bully was about five feet taller than his dad. Yeah. And, and probably had more of more of a beard than hits, his dad did. Hits 
dude, RJ's the nicest guy in the world too because he hit, he gets hit with and the, he hits him with a power washer. Hits him with the power washer. He's like, oh man, that's all right. <laughs> like, <you laughs> it's know, okay. Yeah, I'm like, what, dude? You're not gonna. And, and then, he's like, oh, I'm gonna beat your yeah, ass, basically. Yeah. We never I find out. Never find out why. We never find out why he hates RJ. Oh yeah, because even one of his friends asked yeah. a question later on in the film, like, why do you? Why don't you like that guy? You don't even want to know. <laughs> no, we do. We, yeah, do no, we, are, like, we are on the edge of our fucking seat and here. And then we, like, and the, my other favorite thing about RJ is, like, RJ does not want to do karate, but he's good at everything else. Right. Like, he, he can skateboard. Dude, he came up when it was the wide shot of actually him on the skateboard. He was so goddamn shaky on that skateboard. And he's, like, doing the, like, wave hands. And then, and then it will cut, like, to a close, and it's like fucking a spin and a kick flip, and then it fucking rides off. Oh, the, yeah. There was a lot of quick cuts to better actors. In this oh movie. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's because he lied uh, to the director. Oh, to get this, he, he said that he could break dance. If, if anybody doesn't know, that's not him. No, <laughs> if, anybody if anybody could not figure tell. that one out, yeah. uh, they well, uh, they switched out actors. Well, yeah, it wasn't him on the skateboard yeah. either. I yeah. know they don't do that very often, but this is but, a unique case. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that skateboarding scene because of the jumping over the fucking the uh, sign, the sign, and like the all the the construction workers are like, "Yeah, good job, good jump, man." Good yeah. jump. You got Sick this one. Moves. Yeah. The next uh, Sick uh, jump kid. It's like a bigger jump. It's like, oh man, you got this. You got this. And he did make it. Yeah. And then RJ throws that skateboard. Oh yeah. That was a, that was you know what? That was a dirty move. No, that was a cool move. Nah, dirty move right there. We all know fucking Scott deserved it. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. Eating cake in the hot That's why, days. because they wanted to be able to like, <laughs> they wanted you to not care about, you know, that kind of shit throughout this movie. He was like the enemy. He was one of the yeah. enemies. So they uh, basically go to Bruce Lee's grave, and uh, he. Uh, you that know. was a shock to me. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Going to Bruce Lee's grave? Yeah. I was like, oh shit, dude! It looks like the graveyard from fucking Night of the Living Dead. It did exactly. I I 100 agree with you. Yeah. It totally did. And you yeah. want to know the truth? He's buried there. No, that's his actual. That's his grave. really gravestone. Yeah. It's really in Seattle. Yeah. I can't believe they totally. sh- they shot it. Like, it's so that's weird. what I well well this is what I wondered because like the every time it it, it was a shot of the actual headstone. It was the same shot, the same slow pan, the same framing, and I wondered if it was like, all right, you guys got like five minutes to shoot this thing, and that was it. That yeah. You to get. So can we say this is his last starring role? <laughs> he is he, is, he, he is, is pictured in the film because he he's on his Does own. Does it count gravestone. if you? If you I don't think it counts, Mike. <laughs> Do gravestones count? I don't think it counts. Markers? I don't think it counts, but Ghost Bruce Lee might count. Ghost that, Bruce that Lee. Is, oh. That is not Bruce. Lee. We're not there yet. <laughs> all right. We are not there. I'm jumping ahead because I'm excited. So then they leave to go have burgers, and then another fight happens. Right. Another fight ensues with, again, with Scott. Yeah. Scott's, Sh- Scott's at the burger sheet joint. Cake. Can we call him Sheet Cake? Yeah, we're going to call him Sheet Cake. And, Scott well, and his newly well, found no, gang. Like, yeah, he's not Scott, just some. Scott has an entire gang of people that he yeah. offers to just buy, like, 90 yeah. hamburgers. Hang for. with me and you'll never go hungry. Yeah. What? That's <laughs> one of Scott's that? great lines. Who says yeah. that? And, and, like, a giant, a giant fucking, like, a a pallet of burgers shows up at his table. Yeah. And RJ's just in the parking lot looking. He's just, he's just, he's, I have no idea he's what he's just looking there. for. He's, he's just standing. there. I was like, you drove. Wasn't he what dancing? Are you, what are you looking for? Wasn't he dancing? No, he no, was he literally was looking. Just wasn't he? looking no. around. He was literally just looking around. Okay. And then Scott's like, by himself. I he, hate that guy. He was just with Jason. And then Jay, at the grave, 
and then Jason disappears, and RJ's just in a fucking parking lot for no yeah, reason for a of a fast food joint. <laughs> joint. He's like, he's like, I lost a contact. And yeah, he's like looking around, like maybe he's looking for Jason. Like, where the fuck were yeah, you just at the grave? I thought he was going to the burger place. What happened? Where'd he go? And then, uh, yeah, and the plan. I like the plan. Just make sure he can't go anywhere. Yeah. Which means we're all gonna beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna jump him. Yeah. Ten on one. And that's fair. And it almost happens. And then thank God, Jason. Jason comes, comes in with that sweet fucking fucking flying, flying kick. fucking kick. Oh my God! What is that move even called, Mike? A flying Su- kick. Yeah, sweet flying fucking kick. God damn! I thought it'd be something cooler. No, there's no Son cool name bitch. for it. High kick. Flying, it's a jump kick. Jump. A hi- flying <laughs> high kick. A flying. Wait, what was what what? That's the same move that fucking that uh, that was in Mortal Kombat. What do you call it in there? Flying kick. Flying kick. It's a flying, flying kick. kick. Just a yeah. flying kick. God damn it! Sucks. <laughs> Want to be something so Go much back cooler. to the drawing board, martial arts. So, yeah, and Scott comes in, kind of cleans house, and then the burger owner comes out, and everybody scrams because yeah, they don't want the cops scatter. to scatter. Uh, yeah, everybody apparently that's the, that's the stopping point, is when yeah. the one dude runs out on, like, 18 teenagers all trying to beat one kid up. And then we kind of get more into Jason. Oh, listen to you acting all hard. Like, you would be like, is, I'm staying. I'm beating his this is I'm what, just saying, why did everybody run for the fucking <laughs> owner of the restaurant? Like, <laughs> this because is, he could press, yeah, press charges, Chris. He could press charges, and that follows you for your life. I don't want to get any legal trouble. This is where the movie gets kind of blurry for me because this is the start of many fights between Jason and his father over fighting. Yeah. And which just fucking cracked me up because it's like, when did they start? I didn't know like when they started hating each other. It was and like it, they started. I can tell you when they started hating each other when Jason pulled some Bruce Lee moves during a one step <laughs> in the dojo. That's exactly what happens. You see, what it is is that the father is a pacifist, right? He does karate. But only because no reason. And <laughs> his son shows, so he's got the dark side in him. Let's right. put it that way, right? He, he's the Anakin of this relationship. You can tell he's like, he wants to learn some karate, but he he knows that like you probably shouldn't teach. This is the wrong kid to teach any yeah. kind of martial art. This is the kind of kid that it was just like, you know what? I can teach a bunch of kids uh, martial arts, and uh, this is the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's absolutely accurate. It's, it's really the only it's way like I can they go should, with They should have taught him maybe yeah. like like building or something. Yeah, because- Like something that's, yeah. a, safer, that's a safer avenue than, than killing. Because Jason gets in trouble for fighting. His dad doesn't want him to fight anymore. Right, right. Why, and why that's would the, he? That's the because first the dad fight. just got his ass kicked yeah. for fighting, to, to, and it proves that fighting doesn't work. That's the first fight of it. And then we'll talk about Jason's second fight when we come right back. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I... Dad, there are times when you just have to fight. I'm very proud of you, son. I've been such a fool. I... I haven't exactly helped. Let's go home. I was making dinner. She's waiting. And we're back. We're talking about no retreat, no surrender. Uh, we left off with the first fight that uh, Jason got into and got yelled at from his father about. Mm. The second fight would be when he uh, is watching the karate championships, which were on TV with RJ. And they decide that they're going to go join the, the champions gym, which happens to be in Seattle. Right. I think it's a, I think it's a great, a great path for Jason to go on. So did I, I thought it was a great path too. And then Jason gets there and who fucks it up. Who's there? 
Scott. 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 Of, of course, it. of course, of all things that Scott would be into, it's apparently fitness. Yeah. Well, that he hates Bruce Lee and he hates Bruce Lee fans. Yet he's right. into karate. Yeah, he's into karate. He's into he's into exercising. He's into staying shape. You gotta you gotta account for sheet cakes. That's what it comes Got down to. to. Got to. So uh, uh, Scott tells basically the kid who's running the dojo why uh, the sensei is away uh, winning championships that uh, Jason's he, a prick. That Jason's a prick that he's from L.A. and he says L.A. karate is better than Seattle karate, which we all know is not true. Which we, which we all know is, is the most ridiculous argument or statement, I think, in the movie. And what heard. I like about the... Anybody the, would get upset over somebody saying L.A. karate is better than Seattle. Like, that's stupid. What I like about the sensei <laughs> is that he shows how much of a real adult he is. Yeah. By, uh, and saying, he first starts out yeah, nice. He starts. He starts yeah. out like an adult. He like, starts out like, "Hey guys, you done filling this out? Great. Here, go. We're he about to start like a class. He looks like a completely reasonable dude, he and then like it's like guy. he gets the, just it, like the biggest trigger ever. <laughs> the biggest trigger ever is <laughs> Which somebody is, saying, "Don't talk shit about Seattle martial arts." Yeah, if he hears someone talking shit about Seattle karate, then all that professionalism. Out all, the the, all those years of being an adult and, and, and being being like the 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 the, the co sensei at this gym, the role model, and the responsibility of keeping this world champion karate fighters gym, you know, in high regard and at a professional manner, it's just right out the fucking window. Right and out then, the window. Not only that, but this trigger hits him so hard that he just ends up being an asshole through the rest of the film. Yeah, there's never a sign that he was actually a decent dude <laughs> past this one moment. It literally breaks him. <laughs> it just breaks him and it turns him into a villain. <laughs> he uh, so what he does is he sets up a fight between the best fighter in the gym and uh, Jason. And the best fighter in the gym is is clearly nineteen thousand times better than Jason. Yeah, yeah. Whips Jason's ass. I, I there's one point in there he punched him a hundred times <laughs> in the chest. Yeah, I it felt like it. Yeah, I had to put it in slow motion account because he was so fast. <laughs> it was so yeah. goddamn fast. It was so goddamn fast. <laughs> Dude, some of those takedowns were sick. Like he, man, he was he was good. That was just a good. No, fight that scene. was a good take. That, that, was, that was a good fight scene. And he, it, it, and again, this is just pushing the the whole thing that Jean Claude Van Damme, he's an okay guy. Scott's the real villain in this movie. Scott's the asshole. Yeah, she, yeah. she cake is the one that's caused everything to happen. So they beat she they beat Jason's Scott. ass so bad. That he literally runs out of the gym. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And then his well, girl RJ comes him. to a rescue. No, no, no. That's later. Oh, that's later. Oh, oh, oh. No, another time no, he gets his ass no, beat. No, this is this is exactly how this movie progresses. He Jason gets his ass beat, then it cuts to next scene, which is this girl's birthday, and Jason's getting ready nope. in the mirror. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, he's getting ready. You're yeah. right. Uh, and then he ends up uh, going to a birthday party for uh, I'm ge- Kelly, who I'm guessing is his girlfriend. This well, is the first time we meet her or that, hear about that's her. That's actually not true. There's actually a really, really fast montage right between these two scenes that explains the entire relationship and how it happened. It's about one second long. Yeah, you probably it? blinked and missed it. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> nothing fucking prepares us for this. No, nothing at, at all. all. At no, all. Nothing. All of a sudden, he has a girlfriend. He just moved into town yesterday. Well, well, that's wait, the problem. That's the problem is that this movie feels like, up until this point, this movie almost feels like it's happening in a linear fashion. It's yeah. almost following, following a day-to-day timeline of Jason's life in fucking Seattle. It's almost like... I moved to Seattle on Tuesday. I went to Bruce Lee's grave on Wednesday. Right. On Thursday, I watched the karate championship, so I went to the dojo. But actually, that's all bullshit because a week ago, before I moved here, I had a great time at the mall. 
with uh, with Rachel. It doesn't yeah. make any well, sense. Well, and she says this is my th- like she knew him. She met him over the summer in L.A. <clears throat> right, but but she also references a time one week ago where they went yeah. to the mall and had a, had a had a great. That's time. why he got her a bunny. No cage. Great gift, by the way. No cage, nothing to put it in. Yeah, no cage. Now you got a fucking rabbit running around pissing and shitting all over yeah, your house. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I was actually thinking to myself, like, that's kind of fucking rude. Like, <laughs> like you're just gonna put that responsibility on me, like, without even asking. Oh, I'm so getting Chris a fucking rabbit. What's like, the next holiday coming up? You're getting a rabbit for it. Oh my god, I do not want a rabbit. I just, that's gonna be the funniest thing ever. I, I I gotta imagine that like they just. Maybe it even didn't write a script for this. And then, no, right? And, and then th- they throw in the thing that, that she had a relationship with the asshole. No, she doesn't have a relationship with the asshole. He wants one. The, right? the, yeah. the asshole wants the relationship, and he and he delivers one of the one of the one of the most convincing lines in cinema history, which is, "Don't fight it, Rachel. It's bigger than both of us." <laughs> her name is as he's literally is, groping her. As he's literally groping her. Her name is Kelly. Okay, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, and then you know, Jay- very rapey, very rapey, so rapey. Such and then what Scott do? What Scott do? Pours drink because they catch they catch Kelly and, and Jason making out. Asshole gets mad. Then Scott pours a fucking drink on the back of his shirt like yep. a dick. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he gets cake thrown at then him. Then he gets cake thrown at him, and he's still holding his cool yeah, pretty he's well. Trying to beat his, he's trying to. He's got his dad's voice in the yeah. back of his head. Like, well, that, and he doesn't want to be an asshole in front of his girl. Yeah. Right. And then he just gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Yep. And put that, through a table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got fucking like ta- it was like a table match yeah. in the backyard. <laughs> he got put through a fucking table, and then he comes home after this. It gets yelled at. It gets yelled at fucking again. <laughs> and this time his dad like. Anyways, he his dad eventually his dad rips down all of his shit, and Jason has to go take all the shit and do a drug den because RJ knows well, the squatter ab- house for sure. Uh, yeah. RJ knows where the fucking bandit house is, the the meth house is. So they go set up, <laughs> which is so funny. Again, RJ being the good Samaritan that he is, he's like, "Oh man, I'll help you. I know a place right down the street." Like, yeah. and then it's like everybody's just cool with him moving into where. Well, no, nobody knows. It's totally he's totally squatting. But yeah, he sets up sets up all of his fighting stuff, and then for some reason goes back to Bruce's grave, and he says, "I need help." Yeah, Sensei, I can't do it. And the wind picks up. The winds of the east start blowing. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my fucking God. There's going to be a ghost Bruce Lee in this movie. And then the wind settles and nothing happens. Then he, then he goes and sets up the house. and He, he, he sets all the ship in the house. And fucking ghost Bruce Lee walks <laughs> through the goddamn door. And I, I, I lost my shit watching this scene. Throughout this film, I kept thinking... Oh my God! There's going to be a ghost, Bruce Lee, in this movie. That seems the most ridiculous thing. And when it actually finally paid off, it was probably one of the happiest moments of my life, for two reasons. One, it's Ghost Bruce Lee, and two, looks fucking nothing like Bruce Lee, even in the slightest. <laughs> it's just like some Chinese dude. They're like, "Hey, you you play Bruce Lee, okay? Yeah, we'll yeah, give you his haircut." Fine. He he was like his stunt double though. Didn't look like him at all. Well, I mean, didn't look like him was, in the slightest. Though. He was though for or in real life. Yeah, like in real life. That's fine. I'm just saying it was the happiest moment in my life, and this movie gave me that. That well, actually that makes it a little more special now that you say what that. What I thought it was funny is that as like Bruce Lee, like I feel like this is a combination of a few movies, right? I feel like it's a combination yeah. of it is. Um, Karate Kid, Karate Kid, for right? Sure. Yep. And then the second movie would be um, Monsters Inc. Because, like, I feel like Bruce Lee comes through, like, a closet. <laughs> he does! <laughs> like, he comes from the monster realm, and he's just like, hey, kid. And he's like, Bruce Lee, what are you doing here? I mean, 
Why and, wouldn't I be here? Yeah, you, call, call, you called for me, and everybody knows if you call for Bruce Lee yeah. at Bruce Lee's headstone, Bruce Lee's stunt double yeah. will show up at your house. Yeah, and he, and my stunt <laughs> double. Still, still I, taking orders. I send my stunt double. <laughs> still taking orders. <laughs> yeah, I send, the, I send the ghost of my stunt double to you. <laughs> to teach you martial arts under false pretenses that I'm, it's actually Bruce Lee. So this is where also the movie I go, I at, the, at this point I'm like, what is, okay, I get that Bruce Lee comes in here and, he, and he's going to train Jason, but but for what and, and why? This is the point in the movie where we real, where we, we realize that Jason is is, is mentally unstable. Uh, no. For, no, no, for real, for what and why? What is Jason literally... F- f- I assumed he was training just because he's been getting his ass beat the entire time through this whole movie that he's training harder so that he can I thought get his that, comeuppance. But then there's this one moment where Bruce Lee's like, I don't know if I should train you in martial arts because you'll use it for evil kind of thing. He like he says to the kid like I think maybe Jason Jason was upset at the fact that like as much as he owns every magazine that Bruce Lee was ever in, he he owns all of Bruce Lee's books and posters. That he never really learned how to properly defend himself more than anything else is kind of what I took away from it. And Except it's like, look, Bruce Lee, like, like seventeen kids. It's like Bruce Lee, look, <laughs> I need to know store. what I need to know the way. <laughs> I need to know the way of the dragon. I think I think you. I think there's a darker. I think there's a darker thing. So like, there's this happy-go-lucky movie called No Retreat, No Surrender that's in front of us, right? But yeah. the reality of the situation is there are indications that there are a lot of darker things going on. Yes, here, there right? is. And Bruce Lee like, appearing is one of those. But Bruce Lee appearing is one of them. I think it clearly could show that Jason retreats to a place <laughs> to to, to, to get, get over from- the fact that he's been. That he's being abused constantly by the people in this this neighborhood and in this father. Seattle town. I think that RJ lives as a squatter. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a, that's a scene. If they if they had done that scene, that would have been an interesting scene. If he shows up and he's just like, you never "Where am I, RJ?" and he's like, "It's my house. That's where I live." He <laughs> runs up to a fucking fence and, and then RJ like, comes to a fence and then he's like, "RJ, RJ, where's your family?" and he's like, "Family." Yeah, I don't feel like it's strange that you don't, but he does reference his family. He's like, yeah. my mom's going to kick my ass. Yeah, but wouldn't it be funny if like, he never had one? Like, Or or he's just like, she's right over there. He's like, RJ, I don't see RJ, anybody. That, RJ, that's a redwood. And then RJ's <laughs> like, I, I don't see you sparring with anybody, but you don't see me making yeah. fun of you. <laughs> yeah, so this is the thing that like I really think Jason has like mental issues. He's mentally well, yeah, because he's abused even, of some he's, sort. He's, because even, he's even like RJ watches him fight nothing. Yeah, he's yeah. fighting. He's sparring with Bruce Lee, and then RJ's looking through the window, and Jason's just kicking the air, and he's and he's talking. Is that good, Lee? Did I do it good there? Is <laughs> that what you good? wanted? Here, I'll do it again. RJ's like, what the fuck is going on in there? <laughs> yeah. Just replace Lee with Dad. Yeah, <laughs> is that good, Dad? Is that good? Ooh, you just like tapped. Oh my in a god, whole that's new thing. real shit, dude. That is real fucking. Yeah, I'm real telling shit. you, he's this, struggling with his relationship with his dad, this, so Bruce Lee becomes his real dad, the dad he always wanted. Could be much darker than we're giving it credit. Yeah. For. I don't think it's. No, that he's right. Dark. No. Mike's right. I I like <laughs> that it could go there. I don't know if I buy it. Though. The uh, and then the rest of the movie is honestly probably about forty minutes of uh, him literally of training. training. And it's a montage and him like it's like forty minutes. Him doing <laughs> him doing like those those ab moves that where he was humping the sky with RJ on his and lap. <laughs> who who loves ice cream Two more than buds. any human being that I've ever Two seen. <laughs> and then you get that sweet uh, that sweet random like fucking. 
uh, breakdance, Michael, J- everyone dressed like Michael. That, was the, right? best that was the best scene because it literally went from, come on, dad, let's go home. Mom's making dinner. And they're like breakdancing. I was like, wait, is this dinner? After, yeah. This after mom made after for Jason, Jason saves his da- dad from the, I'm sorry. The biggest ass, was that Scott's father? That, it looks like Scott's father, but it looks like I it's just I thought it was Scott. Scott. I thought it was Scott at first. I'm like, wait, this guy's guy, old enough to oh drink? Oh, God, that guy was a terrible actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was so, bad. So, uh, yeah, so for the people listening, Jason's dad, upon moving to Seattle, after owning a, a very successful dojo, uh, has found work as a bartender on the day shift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a weird... It is. Then, yeah, after, Bruce Lee disappears after Jason gets it, and then you get more, even more training, and you're like, what is he training so fucking hard for? There's literally, you have no... You feel like he's going to competition. Well, there is, but second. there is no... He's not hold on, on the team. a second, though. Right. Mike, you, I mean, you took martial arts. Did you train in your off time? Yeah, you did. I, I didn't just train for... Uh, like you're, you're training for something. Though, yeah, right? if you if you maybe really... it's to get to the next belt. Maybe it's to get the next. He wasn't right. in a dojo. He wasn't even in a fucking oh, signed I, up for I, a I, tournament. I don't know why you're upset because he has fucking stick to itiveness. Stick to itiveness. Anyways, as he's training, the mob now tries to take over the Seattle gym, and they decide we're gonna fight for it. Our New York team versus your Seattle team, and at the end of the film, what happens is they say your fucking Seattle team. Versus John Claude Van Damme. Well, the mob comes back in. Yeah, so. the mob. The mob yeah, threw this whole thing together. So yeah, they threw the whole. Com- the, the mob the shows up in Seattle, and yet again, just like we did, we saw in the first ten minutes of the. I'm sorry, let me take that back. In the first two minutes of the film, <laughs> yeah, the mob's trying to get Jason's dad on team. Well, now the mob's turned their attention to the new world karate champion, who All happens right. to have a dojo in Seattle. And that's how we end up with this exhibition match, which is inside of the Seattle School District's auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's being televised. Basketball court, one yeah. of the two. Yeah. yeah, but it's being televised. <clears throat> how old do you think Ivan the Russian is in this movie? Ivan the Young? Russian's like twenty-three. Twenty-three, beating up fucking thirteen-year-olds. He's not beating up. No, Jason's not thirteen. Jason can drive. He's sixteen at least. I guess that's true. I think. Yeah. I mean, and and then what happens is what you think would happen. The Seattle teams gets his ass. What happens is legitimately the fucking mob wins. The mob won the JoJo. They technically did. Yes. Van Dam beats all three of them. Right. And if he didn't get out of control and grab Jason's girlfriend, Mm -hmm. there would Mm -hmm. be no reason for Jason to run control before that even. Well. He, uh, to, to be fair, before we assume that he just gave up, he lost the bet. The uh, mob leader, I guess, whoever the fuck is, what, whoever the hell he was Which supposed one, to be. Which one? The old one smoking the cigar. The, the, like guy the, the, the guy slimy, that's always slimy, slimy Rick. Slimy, slimy, like, slimy Rick. He does say, uh, "My my fighter will beat anyone in uh, beat this entire Seattle team," and I dare anyone else to come up here and try to beat him as well. But the bet- its almost like he gives away, I but, guess, the yeah. rules. The, competi- by doing the competition that. was the like it is the competition was if Van Dam beats all three, we win. Not well, even no, right. no 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 no. All he had to do was beat two, and he wins. Oh, because it, it was a three. It was it was three on three. Well, technically, so technically, speaking, all he had to do was beat two, and he hold did. Hold on a second. Technically speaking, though, that last fight never officially ended because Jason intervened before that fight could be called. It's it's real. It's real professional wrestling rules here, yeah. Cody. You you're familiar with <laughs> I this, am. all right? Because because any the rules don't apply. Because Jason enters the ring in the most fucking badass kick. It is the most badass. Dude flies over the ropes <laughs> and like wheel. He's a front. Face. He's a front flip downward kick to the face, 
and then just some like th- I'm sorry, but this I gotta say this about this film the the uh, the end fight scene and pretty much every fight scene in this movie is badass. But this these last three four uh, these last four fights with Van Dam and and these other fighters is fucking they're epic, man. The la- you know what the last three are are really good, but the last one with Jason versus Van Dam. Fucking badass. Which is, by the way, the, the next Jason, Friday the 13th movie. Jason kicks, Jason versus Van Damme. <laughs> Jason <laughs> kicks Van Damme's ass, and he goes to town, and he's, it is some of the best fighting I've seen in a movie. Like, I got me so pumped watching it. Dude, it was good. And I like how they had to just, like, throw in there, because I'm surprised you hadn't said this yet, of what this movie's really about. Splits? No. The Cold uh-huh. War. Cold War. It's very much about yeah. the Cold War. <laughs> They yeah. really play up the the thing that the Russian, Russian. yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was the, that was the thing in American films off. at the time. I think it is definitely. It is. Well, I'll tell you one thing I do like about my favorite Van Damme move in this is his uh, flippy flippy rope grapple move. Where oh he, yeah, like, where he traps wraps you. the guy in yeah. the ropes and he just beats, beats the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really played that one. Up. Yeah, dude, they're throwing some crazy knees and th- crazy kicks in those fights. It yeah. just seems Bad so ass. so accurate, like. Like the reason it was so good is because it actually looked like they could have been hitting. Oh, each they other. Oh, it looked like they were hitting each yeah, other. The they were hitting was, each other. The speed was incredible. Van Damme was sued in this movie for hitting people. For hitting people, yeah. One of the one of the guys in this film sued Van Damme for saying that uh, he came in and he wasn't able to control himself. Much like uh, much like I much did. like Jason, oh. he couldn't control. Uh, he he kicks he kicks like so that that jump kick he does at the beginning mm-hmm. off that guy's back. That's the guy I think that I think the father is the one that sues him because he kicked him in the face like, repeatedly. Holy shit! Because he couldn't get it right according to that. But then I hear that like some of the people on there were like, nothing happened. Like the case I think got thrown out or something like that. But the people get like seriously injured from him. Or I was think it that just was like... the argument. I don't I don't I don't know the, I don't know the circumstances behind it. All I know is I read about is that. Uh, some of the other people that were in the film were like, "No, he was all right. Like, it was fine. Like, Van Damme it wasn't was like cool. a big deal, dude. It's yeah. gonna happen in this kind of film when you're going this this speed. Yeah. Honestly, when yeah. you're going this speed and you're doing the shit that they're doing, someone's gonna get hit. I think that was the case. I mean, like Bruce Lee notoriously like like got his foot cut on End of the Dragon. Like the dude with the the yeah. bottle, he like kicks it out of his hand and he accidentally like, kicked the bottle. He's supposed to pull it away or something. And then Bruce Lee, like literally that that sidekick he does, where he knocks a dude through a chair or something like that. No, no he does the. That's a real so, situation. That is a real situation. I actually just watched uh, Return of the Dragon last yeah, night. Yeah, this movie got me so pumped that I had to go ahead and watch it's more martial arts. More, more martial arts. <laughs> I watched Return of the Dragon last night, and that yeah, it's the kick where he. Uh, <clears throat> the, the, the End of the Dragon, right? It's Return of the Dragon. Which one was he doing? I thought it was into the dragon. Return of the Dragon is where you have the scene. They're they're standing in the in the alley, and the one guy is like, "I want to see how good you are." And so they have like a whole like a full body kick pad. The dude's holding it, and Bruce Lee lets fly a real fucking kick, and he hits it so hard you can see it on film. The pad springs back, bashes the dude in the face, and he just makes this like painful like groan like ah as he flies through the air like four feet into boxes. So he's a real fucking kick, and then for the rest of that scene, that dude does not look like he's there. He's just like, (laughs) 
So I, I I imagine that kind of stuff would happen. Right, but the point is Jason whoops his ass. Yeah, yeah, he does. And then they all lift him up, hoist and, him up, and throw him around like a little ragdoll, and that's the end of the film. That is the end of the film. They basically he wins, and then they they just toss him in the air. I kind of enjoy those endings because it's like they leave you on kind of just a high note. Like they don't have to add another thing in there. Like wow. oh, and then he went back to Kelly, and but they. Here, but here's the great thing, Chris. They added another thing. It's called a sequel. This oh, movie right. has a sequel, but it's, it's not related to this. It's I don't no. think. Two sequels. Yeah, it, it, it's no, not no, related to this. I don't think it's I'm not like, it, watch it, it doesn't follow the no, story. It, it was going to be a direct it. sequel, but they were going to film in Cambodia, and uh, Van Damme thought it was too dangerous to go film there, and he actually talked uh, the the guy who plays Jason out of going there, too. Oh, yeah. really? Yep. He's like, "Don't go over there," uh, and then he went on to to do what? To go how many there. other movies? He, did, he went on to do four movies over he did, like, there. like Kickboxer and Bloodsport <laughs> and every 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 other. He he went everywhere else in in Asia. So yeah. <laughs> what do you say we rate this mammer jammer? What are we rating it, Cody? Let's. I mean, it's, it can only be one thing. I mean, it could be two things. Honestly, no, it's, it's Bruce- no, it could easily be two things. It could be Bruce Lee's headstone, like you're about to say, or it could be she cakes. Yeah. Could be sheet cakes. Could be sheet cakes. I'm gonna go with Bruce Lee's two. two okay. Stone. All right. Okay. That's All right. Bruce Lee's headstone. Let's okay. uh, let's 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 let's, uh, let's honor the man. Yeah. Let's start with Chris. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give this a two point five. What? Yeah. What? I'm gonna give it two point. Uh, it's middle of the road. Too low. Too low is right. It's middle that, of the road. Um, that that fucking rating is full of child's tears. That's fine. It can be full of whatever you want it to be, Kyle. Whatever your imagination mm. can put in there. I like, I don't dislike this movie. Um, but, you know, after coming off like the Miami connection, like, you know, that's really extremely bad. And this is not quite there, but it's not far behind it either. Um, it's definitely got those moments that you would love from a so bad it's good movie. The acting is atrocious. Like, just the setups for everything, it, like, is, you know, is is what you would expect from that. I don't really think it was like super memorable, but I am gonna say the fighting in this movie is fighting is 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 really worth seeing, and that's probably why I'm gonna rate it a two point five is because the fighting is really good. But everything else is kind of just it, it it falls a little flat. There are a couple memorable moments, but it's it didn't quite reach that so bad. It's good for me, Kyle. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie like a four point five. Uh, I had so much fun watching this movie, and because it is so, it's this great blend of it's fucking ridiculous, and it has great fighting in it. It's like a, and I think it did go to that point where it was so bad it's good because there were points when I was watching this movie where I was laughing out loud, in like genuine gut wrenching laughter at some of the bullshit that I was being presented with in this movie. I was making like videos of this movie as I was going to take screenshots of it. Like this movie was an adventure for me and it started out thinking, okay, this is maybe just going to be kind of a weird straight martial arts. I thought of blood sport and maybe something like that. But the fact that like our main focus in this film is Jason, who is a kid who eventually is going to take on a Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's just such a hilarious premise and setup. And oh my God, a ghost Bruce Lee appears in this fucking movie. Like how hilarious is that shit? Like, come on, like, the family of Bruce Lee, I don't know if they were cool with it or not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just took it upon themselves to do it. But this movie, I, I'll put it, I'm going to put it up there with, it's, I'm not going to say it's better than Miami Connection, but I'm going to put it up there with it. 
And I think this movie is a perfect blend of like a really shitty Karate Kid and a Miami connection together. Um, so 4.5 for me. Check this movie out. It's fucking hilarious. Mike? 2.5. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking uh, about. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Guys, come on. Let's take this, this back This movie here. is hilarious. There, there, there is one good thing about this film, I think, and it's the, it's the fighting. It's it's great. I would actually say the fighting is way better than Miami Connection, right? I mean... I would say it's better than fucking Karate Kid. Yeah, I'd say what? better than Hell, a lot of martial yeah, arts but, movies. But, but hold on. Karate Kid had, like, heart. That's why people like that film. People don't watch Karate Kid because heart. it's like... They, what they like is it's got fucking that actor... Which one, Ralph Macchio? Ralph Macchio. Okay. That's why they like Karate Kid. Okay, if you, if we say that, um, <laughs> I I just like it's the only thing that I think really brings this movie to like a like an average for me. I don't think you didn't have any fun. No, it's just guys. It it's the first half hour of the film. Maybe that's fun, and then we j- we discussed it already. Like we don't even know what the fuck is going on because like nothing really happens. Like. There's not a ton of fighting. There's it, there's this whole black hole that happens in the middle. And the whole reason we liked Miami Connection was that there was no black holes. Like, just when you think the film is going to go down, it goes back up again. It's like this huge roller coaster ride. This one really felt like we go up the thing, we have the first dive, and then we just kind of settle ground level for about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there's a great fight scene. Other than that, like it's just man, I, I like I don't think it's it's like it it it. it, it let me ask you, uh, Chris. <laughs> Jesus, stammering a little I'm bit. I'm stammering there. because I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> try, try to remember <laughs> your name, <laughs> Chris. Let me ask you a question. Did this film feel like it had a canned feeling to it? Like it it wasn't like Miami Connection feels like they really thought they were doing something really good here, but they had no idea what they were doing, and it just came out into this beautiful like, crescendo of, like, horribleness, right? Like, it feels like there's some sort of... There's something beyond it being terrible. There's something, like, a heart behind it, right? This film felt like, to me, like, it felt like it was canned, like it was planned, like it was really... Well, I don't think it was, like, necessarily self-aware, you know, but, like, I feel like they had a little more resources than Miami Connection had. And, like, they probably could have gotten maybe a little bit of better actors in this what? film, but... How did you get a little more resources? Was it the sheet cake that gave it away? They had a bigger budget? No, I... uh, the film, I mean, actually looks like a film. Yeah, like, there's a it gloss actually, to like, it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it had some production behind it. Like, unlike Miami Connection, which looks like it was guerrilla style. Or even like, just... a, like a Troll 2 or any of the other films that we, we generally consider are, like, these classic, so bad they're good films. Like, I don't know what it is about this film that it feels like maybe it's the fighting because the fighting is so good and it feels like they're, they're like, okay, well, you got like this one thing really, really well. Yeah. Like you did this thing really I feel well. Like the, the writing and the dialogue is really maybe what, what for me, what makes me think like, oh, it's so bad. It's good because the dialogue is so bad and the way their delivery is and all that stuff. But like, other than that, like, it's not like a failed movie all around. I- I think I think I also know another thing too. Maybe it's because Miami Connection connects a story. Like there is a story there, right? And it has a logic behind it that just doesn't make any sense because it's so absurd, right? And that's what I think makes it funny as where this film seems like they didn't have a script. 
And they were like, well, how do we have a love scene? Uh, I don't know. Like, he meets... You know what? They, they had a romance like a week ago. Like, when he was back in Las Vegas. It's almost like they're making stuff up as they go along. That's what was hilarious. That's what's great. Yeah, I agree. No, no, but here's the thing. It it feels just disjointed, and it, there's nothing connecting the absurdity of it. It's just... That is the absurdity of it, that they would that, that a filmmaker would assume I would know that they had a wo- romance a week ago. That's fucking absurd, and it's hilarious to me. Yeah, but it, like the same thing happens in Greece. Yeah. Greece, yeah, Greece is great, too. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> you're giving a 2.5 to mm-hmm. Greece? You heard yeah. it here fo- first, folks. No, I don't think you're like what I'm saying. I'm just saying that like the film just doesn't feel like... It feels like they didn't try, as where huh. other films that are so bad, oh. they're good... It right. seems like they're trying really hard and then they get back. If you have a ghost Bruce Lee in your movie, you're fucking trying. That's not a new thing, by the way. Like the idea of, of Bruce Lee being used in multiple films. Like this is like a, a, a constant thing that actually shows up in Kung Fu films well after his death, is them bringing him back into these weird scenarios, whether it be uh, stunt doubles playing him or whatever, right? So I don't. I actually didn't think when that actually happens in the film. For me, it's not that absurd to me yeah, because but, it feels like it your, follows but, but a long what, line of what you're, films. What after you're the referencing 70s. though, like talking about kung fu films, isn't like oh, it's Bruce Lee. It's it's a, an actor with the similar or close name, but but there's no association to the actual Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. But there is like a like it's a, just a, like a, starring Bruce Lee, what, but it's what I'm saying is, and it's just a, it's just a shitty kung fu. Yeah, movie. I understand that, but it's still a proselytizing of like. They're not, they're not trying it, to. They're not trying to associate it to that. They're just basically being like, "Oh, like everybody loves the name Chicken, so we have Chicken in our movie." Like that's all it is. It's Bruce Lee, but L I to try to trick people into buying the movies. It's just like if somebody were to make any other movie that they're associating it. I can't think of any examples right now, but fuck you. It's Bruce L I. It just means that they're they're being they're 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 just trying to bank off the fact that maybe they could sell tickets if they put the name Bruce L Lee. In front of their movies, the, no, That's but not it, it was still an movie. homage to the idea That's not what behind in this movie, though Bruce Lee. No, it wasn't. It was me- the merely trying, to, attempting to cash in on his death. This is an actual as homage. opposed to what this Doing is the an same actual. Thing yeah, but this is done in a way where it's an actual homage. This character is obsessed with the, with Bruce Lee, and they tried to do their best, albeit very terribly in but their like, casting choice. Like. What is it? Uh, friggin' uh, never mind. What did you rate never, this? By yeah. the way, I just 2. told 5. you it's a two point five. Oh, okay. He told us an hour ago. That good of a film. <laughs> he told us an hour ago <laughs> when he started. When he started his. When he started his review. I and I just checked out. I like what you said. Like there was a point in the middle where I kind of just checked out because I was like, yeah. it's the same thing happening over. And, and our, what I don't understand is you guys are talking about how much you loved it, but both of you both you both said that throughout this entire review was that yeah I don't really know what goes on because I don't, this whole black hole that happens in the film. But I, you know what that black hole, hole was great. Like never, that's the part that the black, black hole, hole the black hole consists of training montages and fights with his dad where the dialogue is just so atrocious it's hilarious. Okay, yeah. but I, okay, but that's I, like the but same it's thing. Still, happening. It's still a relatively entertaining. I, I yeah. still found it entertaining. So that's that's, right. that's right. the point. I find it entertaining. I would like to give my review now. <laughs> All right. What? Which would be a four. There you go. I would give it four. I actually had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, it, it does have terrible dialogue. The father's acting is some of the best worst acting I've ever seen in my life. It ranks up. It ranks up. Chris said this earlier. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm misquoting you, Chris, but it does rank up there with the father in 
uh, troll too. He just has the whole that whole dude. Look. It's that <laughs> whole feel. that whole yes. look, that whole delivery, and all that. Yep. Speaking of which, where can we see Troll Two? Oh, you can see that November twenty fourth. He's in the middle of his review. Come on. Hey, you know what? There's never a good time to not promote. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Yeah, no, he's right. There's never, <laughs> There's not, never, a good a time. never not a good time to do just, that. Just, just, call, just call him one too many Salustio over there. Uh, no, I, I, like I said, I, I had a lot of fun. I personally love the RJ character. Um, and I, I liked that. I liked in this movie. Um, it's, I didn't want to compare it to, um, I didn't want to compare it to Miami Connection because Miami Connection is on just on a different fucking level comparative to all so bad it's good movies. Like that's the new pinnacle, right? Right. But this is definitely the best worst ripoff of Karate Kid slash Rocky Four I've ever seen. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's a big like, combination. Totally. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I fucking love this because I love both of those movies, and mm-hmm. this is a shittier version where they tried to yeah. meld those fucking two. Yeah. And failed miserably. I guess my I guess the way so, I mean I'm the one that made that kind of association with with uh, with uh, with uh, what's the movie you just said? Miami Connection. I'm the one that I think I said that in the show, but you you made it you made it really good. You said because the way I was describing it to like to to other people was like this is a really shitty Karate Kid with like tinges uh, or the feeling of Miami Connection. But I think it's better the way you said it. it's a really shitty Karate Kid plus a really shitty Rocky Four. Yeah, with with the the tone and mood and feel of a of, of Miami Connection. And that's the best I, yeah. way to describe this movie. I had a lot of fun with it, man. Um, and like I liked, but I liked the fact that the fight scenes were actually really fucking good. Yeah, because it was like it was like ah ha ha, holy shit! I think that's <laughs> what, what made them stand out even more is because you're you're looking at a movie that's like I mean it's pretty bad. Yeah, but the fight scenes, goddamn, are they fucking like, good? good. Yeah. yeah. So it's a four for me. I enjoyed this film. No retreat, no surrender. All right, guys. <laughs> That's our show for this week. Make sure you uh, make sure you follow us on social media at cultfilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook. Check out our YouTube page. Uh, check out our website, cultfilmandreview.com. You can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at ah! cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. Jason! <laughs> That's how I'm doing mics today. Jason! <laughs> Wait, then you do mind. I not have to? Do I not have to introduce? No, 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 no. no that's your, that's, right, that's yours. your cue. That's your cue. That's all you. Oh, at Mike Salucio on Twitter, <laughs> and you can follow me at BeJustCollect <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Remember, if you're gonna join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>